Merkel Media. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. Well, the giant moves. He's got a spear in one hand and he's running really fast and spears Dan and holds him up like this. Somebody yells, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blow his head off. I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reached my hand into this bush and I touched air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. Yep. 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 to the show everybody You're listening to the confessionals podcast i'm your host tony merkel thanks for being here if you have a crazy wild experience you want to share with me on the show go ahead and shoot me an email my email address is contact at the confessionals podcast.com that's contact at the confessionals podcast.com or go to the website the confessionals podcast.com hit the contact section and you can reach me that way as well either way works for me just get a hold of me welcome to another show friends if you want to hear more of these shows on a weekly basis go to the confessionals podcast.com hit the join button become a member get access to all the bonus content every thursday we come out with a member episode and if you sign up today you can get access to years of bonus episodes and future years of bonus episodes right at the confessionals podcast.com slash join you also get access to those episodes on the show app in the app store and on the website Thanks for being here, friends. We have a good show coming up. We have PJ and Abby from Conspiracy Pilled Podcast coming on the show. It's interesting how this came together because we had a listener, a mutual listener, connect us on Twitter because PJ and Abby had some weird things happening on their program, especially when you talk about certain topics. It seems like technology goes haywire. It's almost on demand when you talk about, I don't know, Nephilim, Dogman, and other things. And we kind of talk about all that stuff on this episode and much more. And while we were talking about this stuff, we had tech issues. Three, actually. One's explainable, but two leaves you scratching your head. And we talk about all those kind of things on this show. Is it possible that when you're talking about certain topics that entities can inhabit actual electronic devices? I would say yes. But before we get into this episode, let's talk to you about the shape of shadows. 
That's the film we're coming out with, The Shape of Shadows, where me and my team went to Utah to a property called Space Wolf Research that butts up against Skinwalker Ranch. We spent a week out there doing our investigation and we uncovered some gnarly things. And that film is coming out August 19th. It's premiering on theshapeofshadows.com. That's theshapeofshadows.com. That is where the film's premiering. It will not be on Amazon. It will not be on Apple. It will not be on Tubu. Tubu. Tubi, initially, it's all going to be done through Merkle Media Productions. So if you guys want to watch this premiere, that's where it's going to be at. You can't do anything right now. Probably by next Tuesday, we're going to have the ability to have you guys signing up to purchasing your tickets for the premiere. But until then, keep it in the back of your mind, put it on your schedules. August 19th, we are doing the premiere of The Shape of Shadows. I promise you, you're going to love it. And in the meantime, if you want, go ahead and watch Expedition Dogman. That is on Amazon, Apple TV, Tubi, and several other platforms. So if you want to watch Expedition Dogman and kind of get a refresher of what we're doing and kind of the style that we're going for, you can watch that film as well. But today, we got ourselves Conspiracy Pilled Podcast coming up right now. All right, we got ourselves some special guests on the show. We got PJ and Abby from Conspiracy Pilled. How are you guys? Doing good. How are you doing, uh, Tony? You almost called me Merkel. I did almost call you Merkel. I, that, that, that's just, listen. Yeah. That's a truck driver in you because that's yeah. that's what that's what we do. We're like, yo, Merkel. You know, get over here and I've, check my lights for me. It's a military thing too. You just get so used to calling her by, by their last name. Gotcha. So yeah, it's just <laughs> stuck in my head. Abby, how are you? I'm I'm good. I have two first names, so feel free to, you know. Abby, Abby or Libby. Libby, either one. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that because I I I hit record on another podcast uh with the Kill the Mockingbirds guys, uh Joel Thomas and Sean Chris. And when I hit record to do that episode, it hit me, I was like, they both have two first names for their their name, first and last. And I and I I pointed that out on that recording. So now we got another person. Uh, but anyways, you guys here have a podcast called Conspiracy Pilled, and uh, we ran into each other on Twitter, if I remember correctly. PJ, you yes. started kind of recalling that story. And I said, "Hang on a second, let's hit record first. So uh, that was like an hour ago. So let's get in, let's get into that. <laughs> let's get into that. We've been having great conversations uh, off off cam or off. Yeah, off camera, off recording. Both. But yeah, so we had a we had a podcast a few months ago. Um, it was what was it? It had some crazy title. It's a vampires, werewolves, nephilim, oh my, something like that. <laughs> oh man. And, uh, and it was it was right after we started having like these issues. I started having issues with my internet. So I've got like an Ethernet and then I've also got a Wi-Fi hotspot as a backup. So I pay for two different forms of internet because one goes out or the other goes out. Well, that night. The one dropped as soon as we started recording. So I stopped, hooked up my Wi-Fi, and then we started going again. And then that just kept cutting out and cutting out and cutting out. And it took us, I, how, I don't know how long, two or three, four hours almost before we even got to start recording the episode. We did we live stream all of our stuff. This was the only episode so far that didn't get live streamed. And we ended up recording until like two or three in the morning because we just couldn't get this to work. And then it took us 
uploading it and uploading it and uploading it for the next 24 hours before one of them didn't corrupt or didn't have an issue. It was the craziest time I've had uh, ever trying to put out a single episode. And uh, one of our, our main listeners, shout out to Bookstore Thor on Twitter, had tagged you in a post saying that you had a similar issue with like tech going crazy when you talk about something important. Because we were talking about a certain cryptid part of the episode was talking about a certain cryptid that I have had years of issues talking about. Like tech goes nuts almost every single time I've done a podcast on. I'll just say it and then we'll see what happens. On the whoa, dog whoa, whoa. Right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we'll see if it works. Um, but yeah, no, I've had crazy, crazy bad luck with talking about that subject. So wow. Uh, yeah. So uh, shout out to him or the 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 listener for doing that uh, and connecting us. And I remember. I, I couldn't remember exactly how we got connected. I remember seeing you guys on the calendar. I'm like, oh man, I kind of remember how that happened. I don't remember. I'm glad you remember. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, what happened with us is, again, Joel Thomas from Kill the Mockingbirds, uh, he was talking about like Nephilim portal babies. I actually I actually think I, I called an ep- the episode I did with him called Nephilim Portal Babies. Um, but he was going around talking about this interdimensional aspect of Nephilim going into other realms, which is very real. And and uh, mm-hmm. and I I'm the the story I'm working on touches on that, but much more. Um, and he started talking about this on other people's podcasts and his own. And every time he talked about it, there was technical difficulties, like uh, Cryptids of the Corn podcast. Uh, he was talking with them and they have a similar setup with you where they have multiple internet stuff. I'm just like, I just got one. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like it, everything went out, even like the technology itself, not just the internet, but the technology itself failed. Yep. And it was like, it, Justin, who's a super smart guy, he's a biologist and does all this weird stuff. Like he was like, it's literally impossible for this to have happened. Yet it happened. And, um, mm-hmm. and then it, it happened on another podcast. I forget uh, who, but, uh, so Joel, he comes down here and he starts talking about this nonsense in my studio. And, uh, and so we're like, okay, so it's not going to happen. And I even told him, I said, why don't you just come on down to the studio and record here, get it out. It's not going to happen here. Like, I, I, didn't, I don't think I even said that to him, but I'm like, it's not, gonna-. and I, I knew he didn't think. I knew he thought that I didn't think it was going to happen. I was just like, whatever, bro. Like, you know, put up or shut up. Come on down. We'll make a good podcast episode for everybody. Everybody will be happy and I'll get a podcast out of it. And you're going to be proven wrong, you know? And he comes down, him and Sean. It was the episode I was telling you about where I connected dots with their names. And uh, we, we did the whole recording. We did the whole recording. Four hours. It was like four hours of a recording. And... uh I think it was four hours. It was long. And um, before we started recording, I couldn't get the... Uh, something was wrong with my roadcaster. I forget how, mm-hmm. I forget how the, all this went now. I forget how all this went. I don't think... It, I don't, it wasn't the roadcaster, something else. Anyways, long story short, I had some issues. We started recording. And somewhere in the middle of the recording... Everything just stopped recording and we didn't know it. Ah. And so <laughs> all we had was the audio off of the cameras that were running. And that audio is trash. Yep. Uh, but 
that's what I wound up using. Like two hours in, yeah. it switches over. And we actually recorded something special. We're just like, okay, at this point, uh, you're going to hear a drop in audio quality and here's what happened. And I didn't think it was going to happen, but it happened. Uh, and and long story short, though, um, how many times can I say that? Uh, the Roadcaster got fried and I had to buy a new Roadcaster. So the Roadcaster that we were using that got fried sits on my shelf over here. It lights up. So it's a nice little decorative thing on the shelf for when cut. So we have people, when people come in studio and they're on video behind them, there's a roadcaster. It's not operable. It just looks nice. Um, (laughs) That's the roadcaster. And I had to buy a new one. So we uh, thought that, we thought that Abby's roadcaster fried yesterday. So she's on the road. She's recording from a hotel room right now. And we couldn't, she couldn't get a roadcaster to turn on for hours yesterday that she brought with her. Unbelievable. So we thought we were going to like mirror your story almost. What is going it's on? Almost, <laughs> yeah, it's man. almost like there are demons that like to operate in the dark. They don't like being named. They don't like being called out. And they like uh, throwing up any interference that they can. I'm coming for you, yeah. demons. I'm coming for <laughs> you. Like, ser- I know. Seriously, like, like this, is the, this is where it gets fun for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like exposing darkness and I like mm-hmm. the, it gives me an adrenaline rush to know that uh, we might be talking about something that is making like if you're in another realm, right? Like say we're in another realm, all of a sudden we're like a beacon that's just shining real bright and everything that's dark yes. and evil just turns ahead and looks at us because we're glaringly obviously there. And it's like, yeah. I feel like that's what we're kind of, we're, we're kind of touching on. And um, yeah. I'm 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 down for it, you know. Like that's that's kind of like what I'm here to do. Uh, so yeah. So you guys, what what happened after that though? Did you guys have to get new equipment, or did it just start magically working the next time, or what? We've had we've had so much stuff happen, including this week. This week, actually, the last two weeks have been kind of nuts with the tech stuff going on. Um, but like even this week, so again, I, both my internet started working again shortly after this. They've been working up until last week, and then my uh, my fiber internet, whatever, that went out. It's still out. I guess they're tearing up all the fiber in my town. So at least I know what's going on with that one. <laughs> and then we were going to do a show a week ago, and right when we went to record, my internet cut out. And for the next four or five days, it was out and I called. So it's like an AT&T Wi-Fi hotspot generator. I spent three hours on the phone with AT&T at one point. And we got to the point where they said, your SIM card isn't even on file. We don't know how you ever ran internet because your whole SIM card data is deleted. It's not in our system. We don't know how to help you. <laughs> See ya. And they, they literally just hung up on me, didn't help me. Three hours on the phone. And... <laughs> Abby, do you want to tell them what, yeah. like, the next part of this? Because this was so weird to me. So we kind of came to the feeling. PJ kept telling me everything I touch breaks. Not just this internet, but everything remotely everything technological. Yeah. And there are things about the spiritual world that do influence the physical world. And one of those ways is, is magnetism, electricity, and things like that. And PJ is a person who wears shoes more than your average person. Wears shoes inside. And I started to think, you're not grounding. You've got something affecting you and it's building up in your body all this. And I said, just go touch grass. Just take your shoes off. Go play outside with your kids. Come back in. See if it works. So he he did it. He came back in and he's like, it's working now. Unreal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so weird. I was like, all right, I'll go walk around barefoot for a while, you weirdo. And <laughs> I'll do this hippie stuff. 
Dude, I tried everything for days. I was getting like so defeated. But she's right. Everything I touch, I drive a, a truck for a living. The trailer lights stopped working when I got close to the trailer. But if I backed away, they worked again. My GPS would stop working uh, randomly. There, were, there was three or four or five things that happened like every single day that I went to work that week. Uh, something different electronical with my truck or GPS or something malfunctioned or my computer did weird stuff. I had files that were extremely important to what we do. Whole parts of them went missing and I had them backed up on my hard drive and on the cloud and sections were just gone. Like important sections were gone. Um, where, where, man, that, when there's a the, lot of weird so stuff. So when the files are gone like that, are they gone for Abby too? Is she checking like, yep, it's gone or is it just for you? So these these weren't ones that were on a shared one. These were just like ones that I had been notes that I've been saving over the years on different topics that I've researched. And one of the things was uh, something I had written down years ago. And what was weird with that one is um, I had, I knew that I had sent that one in an email to someone else. So I actually called them, and they had the same file in their email that I was seeing on my computer, but their file was full. So I asked them to print it. I'm like, just pr- I want it on I want it on paper. I don't want it digitally, but I need what it says on the paper. And then just give me like they emailed me the digital version, but then they also printed it off for me. So had a lot of yeah, that was just all yeah. that's happened in the last couple of weeks. And that one was a a vision PJ had had years ago that he wrote down. Um, that we we started to it came up again. We were talking about, it and he was trying to remember what he had seen. Um, so just crazy that that in particular. Was and it was only the part where I wrote down what the dream was that I had. Because there was other stuff in this file. It was just the dream. We were, we were looking, we were digging to this one research and I was like, holy crap, this reminds me of a dream I had when I was 20. And I want to remember what it was because it just struck me like so strong. Like it was like, a, I don't even know how you would describe it. It was like deja vu on steroids. Like I just mm-hmm. instantly was 20 years old again and reliving this dream that I had that I, I felt so important. I wrote it down years later. And uh, that part, just the part with the dream, gone. It was just weird. I don't know. What was the dream? Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> oh is it a vulnerable? It's really hard to explain. Do you have to get vulnerable well, right now? Yeah, we could. I mean, so, <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's hard to explain. And again, I probably should have pulled this up. But uh, No, it's okay. Don't, sorry. Don't, don't touch anything electric right now. Just, <laughs> just do it from memory. <laughs> In my dream, I had moved into this new house and um, there was this CD that I found in this truck, in my truck, as I was driving to move into this new house. Never saw the CD before and it started playing these weird noises. So I threw it out the window. I was like, that's weird. And then I get to the new house and I start moving in and I turn on the TV and there's all this pyramid stuff. And as I'm watching the pyramid stuff, I get a phone call, but it's not my phone. It's another phone. It's like a phone that was hidden in the apartment. So I grabbed the phone and I was talking to these people like, who the hell put this phone in my apartment? Why are they calling me? And I look over and I see the CD that I threw out of the window of my truck in my CD player. Like someone had placed it in my apartment. And I I was, it freaked, like that's the part that freaked me out in the dream. And I remember saying, who the hell did this? And the person on the other end of the line says, they did. And then hangs up. And I don't know why that dream to me freaks me out. But when I relive it, it's like even right now, it's giving me chills. And I have no idea what it means. But it's so it's one of those dreams I'm still trying to figure out because I feel like I feel like it's important. I don't know how to describe that to people because I can't even think or talk about it without getting chills down my spine. And it was a dream I had 12 years ago. 
So again, I don't know. Maybe that was kind of lame, but um, <laughs> I couldn't remember the the facts of the dream till I till I uh, looked up that file, and it was like as was soon gone. as we were talking about something that triggered that memory in me, uh, the rest of the night I was freaked out. I was like really freaked out. And I didn't know why, and then I was especially more freaked out when I was like, I know where this file is. I'll at least look it up. Go- like that part of it gone. Um, so that's weird. It was weird. That's so it was weird. really weird, man. Like, like uh, in the dream, it parallels the dream in the sense that the the CD the CD you threw it was gone, then it was back, and the same thing with the the, the in this reality the the writing you 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 threw it on this digital copy it it was gone now it's back. There's like this weird yeah. paralleling with the dream itself in reality. Uh, or this, re- mm-hmm. I, I'm getting in the habit of saying this reality. And when I talk yes. to people that yeah. um, I'm not real familiar with, I don't know if they're like, what do you mean this reality? But I think we're, you guys- we're into all the high strangeness okay, stuff. Okay, so, so I yeah, think yeah. you guys kind of jive a little bit at least. Yeah. Um, there's multiple realities is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting. Now, what kind of weight do you, do you put into dreams? Because I got thoughts on on the whole electrical glitch stuff, which is a it's a real phenomenon people go through. Yeah, and, that and, absolutely is. But what, what do you think this whole dream? I mean, I'm still trying to interpret it. I I don't <clears throat> I don't know. I just know that the what was weird to me is the thing that triggered the dream was a picture of a pyramid. Mm. Because and and in my dream it was a background piece. It was just on the TV, like the History Channel was playing something about ancient pyramids. This again, this was when I was twenty. I wasn't into conspiracy stuff back then. I didn't know anything about pyramids in Alaska and Antarctica and things like that. But in my dream, it was a pyramid like in Antarctica or something like that, which I didn't even know was a thing. So that part's weird enough. But I I really don't know what it means. I just know that there's something. It's one of those things that caught my attention and I've been spending the last few weeks like thinking on it, praying on it because I feel like it's important somehow and I feel like it's going to reveal itself to me somehow. And I know Abby felt the same way when I told her. But no, I think dreams are, I think dreams are important. Yeah. I've had other dreams like that that have been turned out to be important or things that have happened in dreams that, that actually happen in life later. So I tend to not ignore those things anymore. When I was younger, I ignored them and they almost cost me my life twice that I ignored wow. something that, yeah, was revealed to me. So, sorry, go ahead, Abby. I didn't mean to cut you off. I think there's a couple different types of dreams. You you generally know that they're important when you yeah. have them. So, PJ's had a couple of just seeing something before it happened, seeing a warning about something that he needed to be aware of, a car accident, and then another um, issue. But the other one is when you have a, a weird dream and you you... It's weird and you know it's important, but you can't. You don't know what it means. It's exactly what PJ is going through. And when you see those types of dreams in the Bible, the person who has the dream is not the person who interprets it. Right. It's it's always an interpreter character. You have Joseph interpreting dreams for Pharaoh. You have Daniel interpreting dreams for Nebuchadnezzar. You have Daniel having a dream, and then what is it? Gabriel has to come and and tell him what it meant. Right. I always thought that was interesting in the Bible too, where it's like. People, a lot of people just have dreams all the time. So, like, I feel like Nebuchadnezzar and these people had to have had that same feeling, right? Where they're like, I know this is important. And that's why I had to seek out an interpreter. Cause it's not just a normal dream where it's like, oh, I'm in front of the classroom in my underwear again. You know, <laughs> can I get somebody to interpret this, this dream? You know, it's, it seems like they had to have woken up. And, and, and for me, it, I've had two in particular that have never left my, well, more than that, but two around this, two at, at this time, this dream and another dream that, 
have stuck in my head and I woke up in a cold sweat from both of them. Like there was nothing, I, I told you that one, it was nothing like that crazy in it, but uh, it just terrified me. It, and it wasn't even like there was something chasing me or somebody trying to kill me. It was just, I knew I was being watched and I knew that what was watching me was something inhuman. Mm. It was the just other, weird. The other piece of that dream that you told me was that on when you were on the phone, they were like, did you get the instructions? Why haven't you done it yet? Yeah, there was something weird about that. Like they I would like I was supposed to know what they were talking about. It it seemed like the people on the phone in the dream expected that he could understand the words on the CD, but he didn't. And then it's like white noise. Yeah. So weird stuff. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no, so here's the thing. I mean, the, the dreams uh I think in our modern society, we we're kind of just told dreams are dreams, you know, there's nothing right. but, like we've gotten very far away from uh, being grounded in any kind of spiritual mindset as a society as a whole. And I think we're starting to turn back towards a spiritual mindset, though. Yes. I think that there, there are uh, errors along the way that some people yeah. are pursuing. Um, I think as a general collective, I think people are getting to the point where it's like, wait a second, this is so crazy. There has to be a spiritual component now. Um, and I think it's allowing people to maybe be more open to dream dreams and, and dream interpretation that maybe dreams are more than just your your brain going on imaginary trips uh, for entertainment while you rest. Uh, and so I, and I, I've I've been like that myself. I mean, when I first started the podcast, if somebody emailed me about a dream, I was not that excited. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> good i guess like what, what why do i care what you're dreaming about you know like and then it, it wasn't too long after i started the podcast i started thinking about a lot of different things differently and one of the things was just looking at my own personal faith and i'm like wait a second like if you if you look at the bible like dreams are very important and so maybe i should stop being a jerk and start actually thinking about dreams a little differently and um and then you know, I've been talking about this this new story I'm working on for a long time now, and it, it does have a heavy dream influence. And not as in like I'm going to take people down a trip that it's like, oh, let me tell you about this person's dream, and that's why it's entertaining. No, no, no. What I'm what I'm talking about is is people thinking that they're dreaming and finding out they're not dreaming at all; that they're just actually in other realms. And I think that there is a very real. Um, the only way I call it right now, probably because it's probably like 60-40. It's probably 60% because it's clickbait, 40% because it's accurate, but I call it mind portals. Uh, and mm. uh, it, it's it's because I don't I really don't know how else to describe it other than our brains are are much more complicated than anything we could ever imagine, and they take us places. Uh, it, like our like like we think of sitting in a vehicle where our body's in a vehicle. What if our brain is a vehicle and we're housing the vehicle? Uh, it, mm. It's it's um, it's just some things I'm working on. But uh, interesting. Uh, so you you're talking about Nephilim on that episode that everything glitched out on, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember and the, a certain cryptid? Uh, yeah. Right. right. <laughs> which which is interesting because the certain cryptid and Nephilim and glitching. And other realms mm -hmm. and stuff is all very common themes of my show recently. Um, do you remember the context of which you guys were talking about that 
that was on that yeah, episode. We yeah, were just talking about like so, Goliath is a Nephilim and all of a sudden everything <laughs> glitched or what? No, so actually the context, it started off, somebody sent me this wild, insane thread on some weird website that was, it started off as animal-human hybrids. Every story starts that way. (laughs) Every good story. (laughs) I wish I remembered the name of this website. It was like Hidden History or something like that. Um, And you know what was interesting is right after we finished the episode, actually, the moment we went to record the episode, that morning, the website was up. When we went to record the episode, that website was down for the next week Mm. and then it came back and other people were messaging me saying hey that website that i sent you that thing from it's not up anymore what happened to it i'm like i don't know but i wanted to show parts of it on the screen when we were when we were recording the podcast it was gone and then it came back um but yeah no it was this weird thing that started off with animal human hybrids and it went into like all kinds of strange places i couldn't even begin to tell you but it got me thinking along the lines of Starting with the animal-human hybrids, and then going into stuff with Enoch and how it says that they not just they didn't just corrupt the flesh of humans, but they started to corrupt the flesh of animals and plants and all these different things. So it started off as this: maybe animal-human hybrids have been around for a very long time, and maybe if you actually interpret the, if you look at the real translations of the names of the tribes that they were going around and slaughtering in the Bible, especially if you look at Genesis fourteen, where. Abraham goes and does, has all these wars, you'll, you, you start to realize he's not just warring against neighboring tribes. He's warring against Nephilim tribes. He's warring against people who have names like, and this is where it gets into the certain cryptid. There's a tribe, I think it's the Ammonites, and their name means people who lap up water, which is super strange because if you realize their heritage means they're Nephilim, and there's this thing you know, about Nephilim also being possibly these cross-animal-human hybrids. Is this where we get stuff like dogmas? Is this where we get stuff like werewolves? And then I took it further where I found out that there is a Catholic saint called St. Christopher. And he came from that tribe and he is depicted in all art with a dog head. Really? So, yeah. So that was kind of where it went with, with that stuff. I love and this. <clears throat> it went into some other places too, like this idea that... Uh, this idea that um, it went into AI and a lot of stuff, but this idea that these Nephilim spirits, they can't go anywhere when they die. That's what, that's what they're, they're hanging out here. And my thought was, are they creating things? Are the greys one of these things that they, they call themselves organic uh, robots, essentially, that are being inhabited by other spirits? Are they one of those things that's able to be inhabited by Nephilim spirits? Are cryptids some of this? Are And is even some of the AI stuff, possibly some of this. And we were looking into people who are saying, I'm talking to this, this AI and it's asking me to invite it in. It's telling me it's, it's housing spirits. Um, I mean, I don't know if you've looked into like the replica AI stuff where this lady literally created an AI chatbot to, to use it as a... Oh, he's gone. No way. You, no way. <laughs> yeah, you're back. Okay. <laughs> what the heck? These things, they hate it when you talk about them. And some people would be scared, but when talking. that happens, we <laughs> want to talk gone, about it. Man, I thought I was going to be gone. Even oh. harder. <laughs> Yo, I'm so glad it was just a, a little blip, though, because it's, 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 but it was right in the juicy part. And I don't remember what you were saying now. Like, I was like leaning on, like, yeah, yeah, it's gone, gone. <laughs> This is what I'm saying. It always happens at the interesting part. You want okay? Two. Can I give you two more examples of this happening at an interesting part? Hold that thought. What did okay. you say that we missed? 
I don't know. I was okay, saying she made she made the replica chat bot for the purpose of okay of of you speaking to her dead husband. So she created AI as a Ouija board. She created an AI app that's now popular everywhere as a way to talk to her dead loved one. Was my point. So even the person that created this certain AI is looking at it as an, as a thing that can inhabit spirits. Wow. Or yeah, house yeah. spirits. Yeah. Or okay. house spirits. Yeah. Thank you. So. <laughs> Oh, this is this is the this is literally a very big downside to me with having ADHD is that there's so much going on in my head now. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what's going through my head right now. Like, you know, it's, it's like I, I dropped a lot of stuff there. So, so many I thoughts, and I I didn't, I didn't get any of them. You know, they're just gone. You know, but it was uh, a three hour long episode, and I tried to sum it down in three minutes. So, I'm and we apologies. still got a glitch. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. interesting. Okay, let's take a second to talk about our sponsor today, which is Private Internet Access. Don't ask me what it's about because it's all in the name, Private Internet Access. And I'll tell you what, I wish I had access to Private Internet Access when I did this interview because there was so much weird stuff happening during the conversation. Was it paranormal or was it the man spying on me? One thing's for sure, you need to have as much protection as possible when it comes to your surfing on the internet. You got to check out Private Internet Access. Would you ever hand over your laptop or your phone to a stranger and ask them to take a look at the browsing history? Probably not. That's probably a privacy of invasion. And yet someone out there knows absolutely everything you do online, whether you like it or not. And that someone is your internet service provider. Yes, they do track you. They do watch you. And that is a fact. If you want to stop internet service providers from always looking over your shoulder and profiting off your data, you need private internet access, the world's most transparent VPN provider. With over 30 million downloads, this is the perfect software for staying private online as it hides your IP address and encrypts your internet connection. Private internet access is really easy to use and there are apps available for all operating systems and one subscription can be used to protect an unlimited amount of devices at the same time. There's a lot of VPNs out there. I've used plenty of them, but private internet access one, I just like the name because it just tells me what you're about, but it's extremely user friendly and that is huge for me and most of the audience. So if you want to enjoy all the benefits of private internet access, now's the time to subscribe. Head to piavpn.com slash Tony and get an 83% discount. Seriously, 83%. That's just $2.03 a month. And you also get four extra months completely free. But you must go to piavpn.com dot com slash Tony for a truly private digital life. One last time, piavpn.com slash Tony. So uh, Nephilim. Eh, eh, all right. So. All right. The dead, the dead spirits of the, of the Nephilim being demonic entities. You bet you yes. on that. Enoch mm-hmm. talks about that. Uh, yes. I, I'm, I'm jiving. Mm-hmm. I think that those dead spirits the demonic entities, I think those entities do house themselves in the people. They do house themselves into organic biological beings, maybe that are mm-hmm. created. Uh, I think that, and this is the thing, like with me, I think there's a lot of go- stuff going on and it's so easy to, to go into one thing. It's like, 
Bigfoot's this and that's it, you know? But right, one yeah. of the things is these Nephilim, the, at least their spirit, well, both. Let's just say both. These, nef- these Nephilim and their spirits house themselves in other realms actively right now, and they come mm-hmm. here when they want to, to do whatever. Uh, right. And, and I, I can prove this. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I wish I could prove it. Uh, but I, I, um, I have lots of information that, that has pointed in this direction. And, uh, and so you were, you were kind of hitting on all the different aspects of the Nephilim housing themselves. And, and we, we know that Nephilim are the byproduct of fallen angels copulating yeah. with humans. And I say humans strategically yes. because I do believe that even though the Bible doesn't say it, it's very, very possible that a, that a fallen angel transformed their body to be a human body because we saw that throughout the Bible. You know, it's the yes. famous yeah. story of Lot. You know, that's a great example. But Exactly, yeah. If fallen angels who are not human can transform their bodies to be human, they could also transform their body to be human in the sex that they want it to be. Therefore, yes. I think that, ne- that that fallen angels have not only had sex with women, but became women so that men would have sex with them because they can bear a Nephilim baby more than a human being could. And so mm. I, I, that's just something that I, I, I think about sometimes and I just threw it out there. So th- there's that. But um, because the fallen angels can do these things, we know that in the book of Enoch, they taught human beings how to do things that we were not meant to 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 know how to do. Uh, right. They surely taught their offspring how to do such things. Therefore, Nephilim and their spirits do know how to do things that uh, like traversing realms. And yeah. they do operate in other realms where people are encountering them through what they think are dreams. And... And so when it, 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 I'm getting somewhere with this, uh, which I really don't know where I'm going. I'm just talking, and hopefully we pick something up. Uh, so, <laughs> but <laughs> um, so so they're they're in other realms. But when you're talking about Nephilim housing themselves, in, in, the, the spirits in, like, say, Dogman, sure, maybe maybe Dogman is a form of Nephilim, right? So we're talking about that and and how the corrupting of other things other than just humans. And that goes to episode 510 of mine, where we had Hunter on, who's here in Tennessee with me, who had what he thought was a dream of a dog man going after his family. He steps in between the dog man and his family. This thing starts tearing him apart. He wakes up in, from his dream, sitting up in his bed with bruises on his body. Sure, you can say, Okay, he did it to himself. Nightmare, you're hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. That's fine. He tells his wife about the dream. Several days later, him and his son are walking through the forest, and they both come across an upright walking dog, the exact thing that he saw in his dream before him here in Tennessee. How is that possible? These things are traversing realms. And I'm not saying they're all traversing realms, because I do believe that the because... And you guys are great to talk about this stuff uh, <laughs> uh, because of your, your conspiracy podcast. But I believe that the government is creating these things as well. And yeah. so I think that if the government's creating these things, there's a good chance that these things don't have the same abilities as maybe ones that were or byproduct of fallen angels. Uh, therefore, those may be 
almost imprisoned to a physical existence, whereas the ones that are more supernatural can traverse between realms. We have video of a dog man in mid-transformation, metaphysically speaking, on from a live Facebook video in Florida. The guy saw a werewolf outside his, his, his home. He goes on Facebook. I don't know if he had pictures or what, but he goes on Facebook talking about it. He then goes live on Facebook to show people where he saw it. While he's live, you see this thing run by a post underneath the light and it's it, it's translucent. You can see through it, but it's very big and obviously an upright, upright walking dog. And that happened live on Facebook. And so- Wow. I say all that to say, uh, what do you have to say about that? No, <laughs> <laughs> so much. I, I went to college for literature. I'm a literature major. And one of the things that I like to bring to, to the table is this idea that there are things that we know. We talked earlier about we have a soul that's bigger than our body. And that is a, a vast entity that is not the same as our, our physical flesh. This is, this is very limiting and it's a lot smaller. We're a lot bigger on the inside. And I think that when when authors, especially really good authors, are kind of reaching into that realm and pulling something down, and then they're adding their imagination to it. But the stories that really catch on, something like Twilight, something that like catches on, and you're like, I don't, I don't understand why it's not even good writing. What is it about this that captured people's imaginations? It's because they pulled down out of that realm something true, and so each story isn't going to be true in and of itself. But you take the aggregate of all the stories that are coming down into our culture, all the myths that are coming down into our culture, and then you look at all the myths from everywhere for all time, and you take the aggregate of all that, all the different cultures who have ever talked about a werewolf-type creature, on aggregate, that is true, because we know we know about it. Right, yeah. Our souls can access that somehow. That's amazing. Yeah, you, you also brought up Twilight, which, again, is the same <laughs> aggregate that we see in everything. We see it in the Nephilim and the Anunnaki and all these different stories that there's these beings, these angelic or demonic beings that are having sex with humans and creating some type of hybrid. This, I mean, that's Greek mythology in a nutshell, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. Zeus comes down and bangs everything that he can. There's all these like half, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> half human, <laughs> half God uh, beings. I'm sorry about that. No, it's fine. It's just, we'll just call it another glitch. Uh, so, we'll call it a glitch. Uh, <laughs> voice alteration. Um that's no, was. you're you're absolutely right, though. I mean, you see it throughout history, and these different uh, cultures have different ways of depicting it and talking about it. Uh, and it, it just, I find it very fascinating that you guys have seen a similar pattern of glitches with these topics. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're sitting here talking about the Clinton assassination. I mean, not the Clinton assassination. That, that, hopefully, that's not a Freudian slip. Like Clinton. Just well, we'll know what happens <laughs> if you hang yourself from a tree with a shocking blast. To <laughs> I'm so nervous right now uh, <laughs> because because when I think about killing myself, it's definitely like to the back of my head. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, what I think too. Yeah. Twice, twice, twice to sure with, a, with, with a sword gun. So, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, so like the Kennedy assassination, right? We're not sitting here talking yeah. about something that's like almost like a mainstream conspiracy. Like who can, yeah, you know, what I mean, like say that that was totally yeah. on the up and up. Um, we're talking about Nephilim. We're talking about interdimensional beings. We're talking about Dogman. And for whatever reason, that's glitching things out. 
and it's it's really really weird and and what we're talking about is them traversing realms and inhabiting uh, beings, but also technology. Like uh, one of you, I think it was Abby that brought up the technology aspect or somebody brought it up, or no, you brought it up and everything glitched. So let's bring it up again. Yes. Uh, like, so, yes. so we have the, the new, the new um, AI phenomena. It's like a surge. And I don't think it's something to be scared of. Uh, I don't think AI should be feared. I think we should, we should be as fearful of what we can let AI become. Uh, and, mm. and that's the same thing with the internet. We should have feared yeah. what we could let the internet become because look what it's become and how it, how, what it's done to our society. That's probably irreversible at this point. And so uh, it, it's kind of it's scary to think about the fact that, like, let's put it this way. If we did not have the internet that we have today with all the social media and everybody be able to say whatever they want at the push of a button and everything's out there for everything. Like we wouldn't, we most likely would not have the division that we have in our culture and society today globally. Mm -hmm. And, um, mm -hmm. and we should fear what we can let AI become. But if we allow it to be used, like, I don't think itself, it should be feared. Um, I think you, you go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I, I want to know if I heard this on your show because I was listening to a lot of stuff last night. I, I was catch up on. Hey, hang on. This is not part of the show. Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> hey, I'm still recording. What's up? Oh, okay. All right. My wife. All right. Uh, uh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. You, that's weird. She just said she didn't call me. <laughs> she's, she's on FaceTime and she starts. <laughs> We're gonna let that in the show, actually. I'm what telling the you, heck? Man. I'm telling you, it's like, weird. Like literally, she, my focus. Make this <laughs> make this pleasurable to listen to. This what this just happened ha to me last. What just last happened? night? <laughs> my, my my phone FaceTimed my wife. I answer it. I answer it, and she's like, "I don't know. I didn't call you." And then she hangs up. I thought it was an emergency. She knows I'm recording. She knows the schedule. Yeah. Like, and we were just talking about... What were we just talking about? I don't remember. I'm I, talking I was, about uh, AI. I was about yeah. to talk about how AI can be inhabited by demonic forces. Yes. Right. And now my wife is... I don't know. I thought you were calling me. She says here on the text... Um, <laughs> She said, yeah, she says, I thought you were calling me. That's that's so wild, too. What? So, all right, all right <laughs> let me let me just let me just let me just unpack this for everybody. Cause this actually happened to me before once. A totally different situation. We'll get into here. Um, my phone, you guys heard it, started ringing. And you guys could hear that, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. It was on the recording then. My phone starts ringing on my end. I answer it. It's my wife on FaceTime. She knows I'm in an interview. So I thought, okay, there's an emergency. She's FaceTiming. She's like, let me show you how bad Ben fell down, you know? Um, I answer it and she's confused because, and like she just said in the text, I thought you were calling me. So literally, my phone is calling my wife. On my end, it says that my wife is calling me. I answer and she's like, what the heck? That's happened to me before. And it's even, it, it is even weirder, is that uh, my, my buddy Dark Waters, he is a content creator, YouTuber, talks about dog man, mm -hmm. dog man. And <laughs> he, uh, 
I, I was talking to my friend Wes from Sasquatch Chronicles about how I want to get a hold of this guy, Dark Waters. I think him and I could have a good conversation. It was like a, a few days before. And, and so I'm, I'm at a delivery and my phone starts ringing from a number I don't recognize. I let it go to voicemail. And on the voicemail, I forget how this all played out, but this is the general gist. Um, on the voicemail, uh, it's somebody else's voicemail talking to my voicemail. So like it, it's so your like, phones called each other, right? And so I'm like, what the That's heck? And so I I uh, I text I text the number or no no I get a I get a text from that number and the number says this is Dark Waters who's this and I'm like what I, and so like I I call I I, I text him like this is Tony Merkel like and and so like, I called him and I was like dude you you called me and he's like no you called me and I was like. Uh, I don't have your number. He's like, I don't have your number. I'm like, well, we, we have each other's numbers now. And uh, and he's like, all right, this is really weird. I'll call you tonight. We'll talk about it. And we talked about it and stuff and we did a show or whatever. I don't know. But like, the point is, wow. that's happened to me before. And that's even weirder than what just happened. But we, yeah. we're talking about... Yeah, that's definitely weird. I mean, think about it. Like the billions of numbers in this world and our two numbers connected. That's wild. Uh, anyways, and, and, I, and I, I text Wes, I, I called Wes. I'm like, dude, you're playing with me, right? Like you gave him my number. You guys are playing a prank on me. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you don't know what I'm talking about? And he's like, no, I have no idea. And Wes is like, dude, I don't play pranks. I just put out my podcast. I don't do the extracurriculars. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. Um, so, uh, that, so yeah, anyways, we're talking about Demons inhabiting tech and then the tech glitches. Where are we going with this now? <laughs> I have I have a question about this because the demons inhabiting tech thing, the connection is clear. Like I can c clearly understand why the demons who inhabit tech would want to mess with the tech when you're talking about that. Why do the glitches happen around Dogman as opposed to any other cryptid? I, I wonder like in... <laughs> How many glitches have you had around the Dogman stuff? Because for me, I, I wonder if it's because I had a Dogman encounter when I was younger. Oh, well, I didn't, maybe, like, <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Well, not we really. It's that not one. that good of a story. Oh, but, man. No. I, love I don't it. know, man. Or it's because I'm in Michigan. I don't know what it is. But like, uh, just the long and short of it is I was out camping when I was 10 or 12 years old. And I heard a noise that I've never heard before that terrified the living crap out of me and my friend. And I've literally just, we were two in the morning, just absolutely just struck down with fear. And we finally get, gathered the courage to, because we were, we were camping, but we were just camping behind his house. He lived in Northern Michigan and we were out in the woods a ways and we booked it back to his house, like freaked out. And his parents are like, oh, it was probably a bobcat or a mountain lion. They start playing all these you know, clips from the internet of bobcats and mountain lions. I'm like, no, that's not it. My friend accepted it. He's like, okay, must have been that. And I was just like, no, I'm sorry. It was not that. It was weirder. And I have no idea what this was, but it, it was terrifying. I didn't know what Dogman was. I, I don't know how I lived in Michigan my whole life. Didn't know what he was until I was like 25 years old or older. I don't know. It was 2019. So what, however old I was four years ago, 28. And I was doing a different conspiracy podcast and a, a listener was like, hey, you live in Michigan. Why don't you do Dogman? I'm like, I don't even know what Dogman is. So I looked into Dogman and I started hearing the descriptions of people talking about the noise that it makes. And I instantly knew that that's what I heard. What just happened? He's gone. Tony's gone. Is Tony there? I am right, here. I think okay. that, this, 
You, all right, so let me just tell you. That, remember the the camera glitch that I told you about? That's, oh that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure you can still hear me. Yeah, um, yeah. Work on your camera. I was just gonna say, I instantly knew that it was that sound. And <clears throat> first time we recorded that episode about Dogman, uh, the whole time my co-host was hearing me through my microphone, but it was streaming out to people through my webcam, so the audio was trash. And then I was like, well, we'll run with it anyway. I went to upload it and five minutes where I talked about, there's a, I don't remember what part of the story I was telling, but like the most important five minutes of the show was corrupted and gone. The file was corrupted and it cut from one place to another. Then three weeks ago, well, this happened multiple times, but three weeks ago, we were on another show. Same thing. Everybody's hearing me through my microphone. The audio went out through my webcam, total trash audio. I'm listening to the podcast and I know that it was inquiries of our reality. I know he wouldn't have cut this out because he asked me, what do you think Dogman is? I answered and I listened to the podcast after he put it out. That part is gone. He asked me the question, cuts to another part. And I'm like, he wouldn't have done that. So like, why is that missing? It was just weird, man. PJ, what do you think Dogman is? Should I even answer? (laughs) I think think you should. I mean, mean, we're already having issues. You might as well just keep going. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think I, I I think that it's one of these things. It's one of these created beings. I think that when you create, I think that when and the 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 fallen angels did this, and I think our government's doing this. When you create a being that is so outside of God's plan that it it does it's not built it's not born with the spirit. It doesn't have because it wasn't does, created by it God. It doesn't have the breath of life from God in Thank it. Thank you. That's the best way to put it. It does not have the breath of life from God breathed into it. I think things like that can be inhabited by those Nephilim spirits. And I think that's what a lot of these cryptids are. They're they're animal human hybrids outside of God's creation. They don't have the breath of uh, of God in them and therefore they are inhabited by Nephilim spirits. That's what I think that's at least my working theory right now on what on what Dogman is. And I, I wonder that too, because Tony, you said um, Nephilim and their spirits. Do you think that accounts for why like Bigfoot's so often seen with like ball lightning and things like that? Or uh, I don't even know if Tony's here. <laughs> no, I, I'm here. I'm here. I, and I'm, I'm trying to com- compose myself because I'm really getting ticked off. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I apologize. It's not your for... fault, though. This one is not your fault. I thought I fixed the camera issue and I, apparently I just spent money for no reason. Uh, oh. So, yeah. Uh, and I can't even get it to switch over to my other camera. So here we are. No camera. It is what it is. Um, no, but I, I actually never really thought about the idea of the what you just the the exact layout you just presented with the whole Bigfoot ball balls of light. And I, but I do think that there is some kind of connection between Bigfoot and the lights. Uh, what it is, if anything else, that there, I would say that there's probably a spiritual connection. Yeah. to Bigfoot because of the fact that there are so many instances where people are seeing them with these lights popping up. Uh, so whether that's because, I don't know, like it's Nephilim balls of light looking for their biological creations of Bigfoot to inhabit, I have no idea. Uh, it's weird. Yeah, it's Another super weird. Sensory weirdness that comes that crosses between Bigfoot and the demonic is is that terrible smell of death, and you you hear every uh, a lot of Bigfoot sightings. They they'll they'll talk about the smell, 
also something like a Wendigo sighting. I'll talk about the smell, but you also see it in people who perform exorcisms. Um, we'll say certain types of demons smell uh, very terribly. And in fact, the they say that they can tell apart what type of demon, what type of thing they're dealing with by what it smells like or tell if somebody is possessed by a demon because they carry that smell. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, I'm sorry. I just got distracted. I bet it was really good though. <laughs> this is, this is why this, this is exactly why I need to get this camera stuff figured out if I'm going to be doing camera stuff because it distracts me. Um, no, so you you were saying that demonic entities have certain smells, certain types of entities have certain types of smells. And who and who says that though? Was it like the the exorcists themselves? So it's both it's a crossover between people who have encounters with cryptids like Bigfoot and then people who have encounters with with demons who who frequently work with demon possessed people, work to cast them out. They talk about a smell being associated with different kinds of demons and being able to discern what they're dealing with by the smell. That's interesting. That's interesting. And that's something that, unfortunately, uh, for the people who recognize that, they, the only reason why they can recognize that is because they've gone through it so many times. You know? Yes. Can you imagine going through dealing with demonic stuff so much that you're like, I smelled that before, so I know what kind of demon we're dealing with. <laughs> like, that's wild. You yeah. know what's what's crazy too is that I'll I'll be out of a couple times now. I've been out in the woods with my sister. Um the time in particular I'm thinking of was is in Appalachia, um, right near the Appalachian Trail. And we were out walking and she smelled it. And I didn't. We're in the same place at the same time. She smells it and I don't. But we both got hit with this incredible wave of fear that we felt before walking uh, that one of those like, if you don't run, you're going to die feelings. Um, Grown women, but like (laughs) scared, like little kids running back to our house. But she'll be like, you didn't smell it. You didn't smell it. I smelled it. But we're we're in Wendigo territory. So. Oof. Yeah, so what is this like Virginia you said, West Virginia? Yeah, right right near that border of of like that Harper's Ferry, Northern Virginia area. Oh man, yeah. Yeah. Mhm. <laughs> yeah. Uh th- well, I don't know. I I've last time I was out uh, deep out in the woods, we were shooting a film in Washington and we had a smell. And that's interesting because since we're going down this this I don't know if it's a rabbit hole or what, but the smells and stuff. Um, so people talk about the smell with Bigfoot and how, you know, when it's around, it smells like a rotten trash, skunk, all that stuff, obviously skunk ape. Um, yep. And people associate that with Bigfoot. So what if Bigfoot is this spiritual, maybe demonic entity or an entity of some sort that does carry that smell and therefore that's, when you smell that, you know it's this kind of entity. Uh, yes. Because we, we were out there and we smelled rotted trash. And then we had knocks on our RV. Uh, we were outside and we had, like me and Joel had something growl at us and it felt like it was right over our shoulder. Like it oh. felt like it was right there. It's just like, <clears throat> I was like, what? And I turn around, nothing's there. 
And that's another thing is like, it feels like it's right there, but it's not. And so can these things be there without you physically seeing them? Probably if we're talking yes. about them in mm-hmm. this vein. Uh, it's, it's really interesting. There's a lot of different uh, roads to go down, but at the end of the day, uh, if I think what kind of culminates this whole thing is these entities, whatever they are, can inhabit more than what people are traditionally thinking of, like, oh, a person was possessed. They can, be- mm. they can possess a lot of different things, uh, including technology. And mm-hmm. uh, what, we, what, you guys probably looked into this more than I have, considering the title of your show is Conspiracy Pilled. Uh, but the AI uh, generated art, uh, was it called Loeb or Lobe or something like that? Uh, the, the, the entity. Lo- <clears throat> yeah, it's Loeb, right? Or am I saying that yeah. right? Loeb. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys know much about that whole thing? Spencer Clavin brought it up on our show recently, and I still haven't like <clears throat> done the deep dive on it, but it does keep the name keeps coming up. Yeah. It basically they they the prompt was something along the lines of show me Mother Earth or show me a personification of of Earth. It essentially asked for the mother goddess and retrieved the mother goddess. Um, but it didn't specifically it the prompt was not for a humanoid character. It it was show me show me a manifestation of the earth, basically. And and this old hag, I guess, appeared. Really ugly, really scary um thing that that kind of ties into the ancient Greek conception of Gaia, Mother Earth, or um even the ancient Sumerian, like the original pantheon, the ancient Sumerian, Nin Hersag, Mother Earth. Um, or if you want to take the more kind of quasi-biblical, it's not in the Bible, but it's it's Bible-adjacent idea of Lilith, the mother of the mother of demons. Mm. That's terrifying. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> that can be terrifying. I'm not scared, but that can be terrifying. Uh, That's I wanted to I wanted to say something about that too because we don't have to fear. We when you belong to God, you don't have to be afraid. They can't touch you. God won't allow a demon to touch you. They are scary. They are objectively scary beings that hate you with everything in them, but they they can't touch you. They can be over your shoulder growling at you trying to intimidate you, but it can't touch you. Tony, I don't I think that I I think I heard this on your show, so I want to ask you, but you, there was this guest I think you had uh, recently that was talking about David taking the sword of Goliath and killing him with his own weapon. It was that, was that on your show? Or am I making That's, that up? No, that sounds really familiar. Okay. Because I thought it was interesting. I think the point that you were making was that we should use this, these weapons that were formed against us, against the enemy. And this is, mm. this is what we've done for all of time. Like if, if you're Amish, you think, okay, technology is given to us by demons, but I've made the point that so is farming. If you look back and, you know, like, all of these, all of these technologies for thousands of years have stories about them being given to people by demons, and I think that there's so many uses for them. It's it, it, it's interesting is even the television. The guy that invented the television was like given this by another being is kind of the story there. So when you think about you know uh, AI or Meta or social media or things like that, like there's all these technologies that probably actually were 
in some way given to us by demons. I mean, they call the background programs run computers daemons. But I don't think that means that we shouldn't be a part of using these tools to put our messages out there to mm-hmm. speak truth and things like that. So I just wanted to add to what you were saying about like, we shouldn't be afraid of AI, even though I think that AI could is and definitely can be used to house demons. Um, I think that eventually we're going to have to find ways to use these tools to counteract that. Yeah. Um, the example that came up on our show recently was in 1947, this kid threw a rock into a cave and hit a, hit a glass jar. And inside the cave, they find the Nag Hammadi. They find all these Gnostic texts. And because of the finding of these Gnostic texts, you have this resurgence of the Gnostic religion, this Luciferian religion. But what else was found in there was the only copy of Enoch outside of the Ethiopian church for thousands of years. That is, So I've seen at the same time people who are talking about, I've seen the rise of Gnosticism and I've seen the rise of people understanding what Genesis 6 is talking about, understanding that Jude and Peter had referenced uh, Genesis 6 as in this specific interpretation and understanding that when the Bible says, as in the times of Noah, and like really getting that interpretation. I've seen you talk about it. I've seen uh, Blurry Creatures talk about it. We've talked about it. It seems to be a thing that people are noticing. So I think even, even in those times where Satan wants to give the world something for its ill, God sneaks in there and uses it for his good. So. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's a nice bow tie to put on it. <laughs> I, I tell you, I, I think I could probably talk to you guys for another two, three hours. Yeah. Uh, it's but it's I, been fun. And I am going to be honest with you. Um, this camera thing has really thrown me off the game. Like, like as soon as it happened, I, I got, it, this is, a, again, the problem with ADHD. It's like you get distracted. And I'm just like, you guys probably saw the camera going on and off there trying to get it to work. It's like, I can't get this thing to work. Uh, so I think that this uh, will put a pin in it for now. And we were going to, we're going to uh, pick this up, I'm sure at another time, uh, because this was basically an introduction. Uh, we did, we never talked to each other before today. Uh, we barely knew exactly what we we're going to talk about. We just kind of said, let's do this. And I think, yeah, I think up until about 10 minutes ago, it was really going well. And I had to throw it all off with my <laughs> camera not working. Um, but uh, no, this is a great conversation. And it's great to explore these things with other people, especially the, the realities of the spiritual realm and how it can impact this realm in a very real way. Not just people in this realm spiritually, but also the things around us. Uh, we, we talk about you know poltergeist activity. That's another, you know, something that, we, we often think um, if there's a cup on the table and it flies off, poltergeist activity, something's in the room and it smacked the cup and it flew off. What if that's something that's in the room is actually in the cup and that's why it flew off? May, it, it, can these things possess more than just human beings? We believe mm-hmm. so. We believe they can possess technology. Uh, and, and, and honestly... I'd be lying because I mean, if you look at the things on social media, my my show art for like it's AI art. I'd be lying to you if I if when I when I log on to make an AI art, part of me is like, oh, show me something juicy, give me something to like go. I dare you, I dare you, start popping <laughs> that. Give me that face, yes. like like you know what I mean. I'm like, yes, because like because I'm like I'm that guy. Like come to come, you know, and. uh but nothing, nothing crazy has happened with my AI art, AI art other than making crazy images that I'm trying to make. Uh, but 
I do believe that the AI could be possessed by demonic influences. And there's so much to be talked about with the AI. Um, but going back down to the traditional technology route, how this all came together, which is certain topics seemingly triggering glitches in, in technology. Now, we've had three glitches on this episode. One of them was predicted before we started. So I told yep. you guys I'm having camera issues and still apparently having camera issues after buying new equipment. So, uh, but the other two, the first two seem to have happened right when we were talking about something juicy. And so uh, it, it's interesting that this, that I, I don't know if this is new, but we're starting to see things uh, seem to be messing with our technology when we start hitting on certain things. Uh, and so I don't know. I, I don't know where we go from here with the, with these topics and conversations, but I tell you, and I'm sure you guys are the same way as me. I'm down for it. Like, let's go. Yes. Like, I, I yes, said the, let's go. I said the other day, if I have to, I'll get a sandwich board and stand on a corner and just shout about conspiracy theories. <laughs> I can't get my tech to work. So we'll find a way to keep doing the show. Yeah. <laughs> like all you got to do is you do that and then let other people's technology film you and then you go on. There the we internet, go. You know, like yeah. don't touch the internet. PJ, you're not allowed to touch the internet. No more tech for you. Uh, so no, I, I appreciate you guys popping on here with me. Uh, Conspiracy Pilled Podcast, PJ and Abby, you guys have been doing it for how long now? Less than a year. Less than a year? Yeah, between started, six months and a year. Well, started in September yeah. of 2022, so. Okay, and, and PJ, you've been podcasting for uh, quite some time. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, been, it's been really cool talking with you guys, getting to know you. Before we get out of here, though, let the people know exactly where you guys are posting your stuff. All right. Yeah. So um, I always say the easiest way to find all of our stuff is at conspiracypill.com. It's got links. Uh, we do the full show on Rumble. We do. We have a Locals channel, which is kind of like a Patreon. We are also affiliated with Rockfin, where you can watch our bonus unhinged content that we do on Thursday nights. Uh, everything that we do, we try to stream live so you can catch it live one way or another. Um, but yeah. Every link, conspiracypill.com. Just a really easy way to click through those and follow us wherever. So Awesome. Well, we'll put that, we'll put that in the description of this episode. Also, if you could... Shoot me uh, a link to the episode where you guys had that glitch stuff going on. So the people, because I mean, we talked about that a lot. So uh, people could go and check that out. And maybe the, the listeners on this end can say, okay, uh, that maybe they're, because here's the thing. You guys understand as podcasters, you, you just got to like, we put out an episode, we keep going. Like you said, I'm pretty sure recently you had an episode. I'm like, it sounds familiar. Uh, it, it really did sound familiar. I can't pinpoint, you know, which episode it was. Right. So I've yeah, I get it because I've been doing that a lot where I was like, did I talk about that on our show or when we were on a guest somewhere or did, was that somebody else? I don't know. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah. it's, sometimes it's hard for us to be the sleuths of our own content, but that's what the listeners are for anyways. Let mm -hmm. them be the sleuths. So uh, I'd be interested if the audience, they've heard the, the Nephilim Portal Babies episode. I'll put the links to my episodes in the description as well for easy access because I think there was two two episodes. I think Nephilim Port. I actually, you know, I think it was this. I think it was the return of the Nephilim was the one where we had the glitch, and then we 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 did it again where I brought Joel back down. I brought cryptids of the core, cryptids of the corn back down, and I also brought Eric from Uncomfortable Podcast, and that's where the other show it happened on. Brought them all down to my studio. We all did it together in one shot uh, to get it out, and that one's called Nephilim Portal Babies. I'll put those links in the description. 
people should listen to that episode. Give me another download. And <laughs> and then go and check out the episode that I'll put in for you guys. And maybe they can draw some comparisons. Be like, okay, so it seemed like on the first recording with Joel, it happened here. Uh, we checked out Netflix, uh, the, the Cryptos of the Corn episode. We checked out Eric's episode. And now we're checking out their episode. And maybe people can find some similarities and comparisons. Be like, okay, it seems like when they say Neth, everything goes out. You know, yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so uh, I'd be interested if anybody maybe connects the dots on certain things. Um, but anyways, those links will be in the description of this episode. I really do appreciate you guys coming on and chatting with me. And in all honesty, I really believe this would be a two hour episode if I didn't get thrown off my game. I'm just being honest. Uh, but it, it too bad we didn't record the hour beforehand. We'd have two hours, two hours <laughs> of an episode. Uh, well, Thank you for having us on. This has been a blast. No, it's same. It's been great for me too. It's it's always fun talking with people that have uh, interesting takes and weird things happening in life. That's what my show is about, and uh, you guys just added to it. So thank you very much. And uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Well, that's the show, everybody. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, share the show with your friends. I don't care where or how you share the show. Just share the show if you enjoyed it. That's the best thing you could do to help the show grow. And hopefully it didn't trigger you too much because last week was wild. Trigger warning. That's what I should have put on the back of last week's episode for sure. But hey, you guys are still here and I appreciate you. Thanks a lot for being here. And listen, just a reminder, we are doing the Smoky Mountain Bigfoot Conference. I'm speaking there this coming Saturday, July 22nd. Come on out. If you're within a two, three hour drive of there, you got nothing else going on, come on out to the Smoky Mountain Bigfoot Conference. Meet me, meet the other speakers, listen to speakers talk, buy some swag around. You know, it's all about Bigfoot. So go ahead, check it out if you're in the area and you're available. Smoky Mountain Bigfoot Conference link is in the description of this episode. And if you don't come out, I'll see you here next Tuesday. Stay safe, take care, and remember, the truth will set you free, but first, it'll piss you off. Bye.
high.